Welcome to the Picture of Wealth, a podcast all about living more of your life now, yet being responsible for your future. Lifestyle experimenter, wealth scientist, and financial coach Dustin Service shares life hacks, wealth tips, and interviews successful entrepreneurs on how they're thriving in happiness, purpose, and prosperity. Three things that I've learned on the acreage in the last six months since we moved here are things that take longer are actually okay. You know, there's a number of projects that anyone who has, you know, a bigger piece of property understands that the list never ends and the, you know, the to-do list is, is ever growing and, you know, it feels good to check things off, but there's always three more things added on. But that is the journey. And what I'm experiencing right now is, you know, is a, the pinnacle of desire and, you know, lots of books on the topic of desire, but, you know, I can see projects that I could get done or finish them quicker if I had, you know, either bigger pieces of equipment or more expensive pieces of equipment, but, uh, you know, it's only for that one specific thing. So as much as I've got this desire to get things and, and have tools and, and get all those things, I really am having to put my ego in check. And on the weekend, you know, there's a project where, you know, we've got a lot of fallen timber on the property and uh, either blow down or I've cut it down or when we built our, you know, or the house that's being built, we knocked down. And they're way down the bank. And, you know, with an excavator, you know, one could get those out very quickly or even hiring somebody to do it with a big excavator would, you know, cost money, but save me a lot of time. But that's not really why, you know, I had the desire or the the interest to move here and live this sort of lifestyle. And currently it's exciting. You know, lots of people say, oh, that must be a lot of work and, you know, on the land. And, you know, logically, one could argue themselves out of taking on a project like this. But at the same time, this is the lifestyle that, you know, when I'm done in the office at 3.30 or 4 o'clock or on the weekends or, you know, my Fridays off, I can't wait to get out there. It is uh, it is a form of therapy. And, you know, maybe one day that dissipates and it's not interesting anymore and it becomes work. And then maybe we look at a change. But for right now, this is uh, this is awesome. So on the weekend, again, back to, you know, the excavator, I could have done a project that took me, you know, basically, you know, four hours with a side-by-side and a chain and dragging logs and clowning around with the winch. But I just thought I was grinning ear to ear the whole time. So again, I could have done it in an hour with an excavator. I did it in four or five hours with, with the tools that I do have. And it ended up being a hoot just getting it done. So it was problem solving. It was making, you know, certain decisions and, you know, more so problem solving. And then at the end of the day, seeing a, you know, a rewarding vision of, you know, I had a vision, you know, I was cleaning up a certain area of the property where I wanted to be, you know, so the kids could use and it's just thick bush and, you know, trees down. But by the end of it, the ground, you could walk around on it and it was, it's usable pieces of, you know, the land. So that, you know, in theory ups the value. So again, this is a wealth focused podcast with a spin on lifestyle, but you can see that, you know, again, my decisions on the weekend, it's a double entendre where you've got the rewards of working with your hands, which I think is extremely important. It keeps your mind right. And you you know look at some of the longest traditional, you know, or generations in the Okinawa region of Japan. It's, uh, you know, those people work with their hands until their 80s and 90s. And it, that's what keeps them going is working with their hands. So finding that sort of balance between, you know, the computer, which I spent a lot of time on and uh, and working with my hands is a great outlet to 
keep me of sound mind. And and again, uh, the work that I work in is is intangibles. You know, we're talking about investments and life insurance, and it isn't really you know I do a long day at the office, and it isn't like I've uh, you know can see that you know I've cleared a whole area of property. So. You know, from the financial standpoint of that efforts on the weekend of clearing the brush. Now, if you know, if I was to sell this property, you know, someone would have uh, an easier time visualizing the outside and not just seeing a wall of bush in front of them. They now see, oh, wow, this is, you know, a big area that they could have their own blank canvas to build whatever they want. So don't scrutinize your to-do list that much when it comes to relaxation. Again, you know, we all can see tools and the internet's an amazing thing and things can get done a lot faster with technology, but maybe there's some form of therapy in doing something not the most efficient way, but yet it feels good and is rewarding. The second thing that I've learned is nothing is going to be perfect when you're dealing with a canvas like this, that the beauty is actually in how rugged and, you know, the the world we live in and, and we're striving for, you know, this perfect uh, uniformity. And one thing that I, I will say is that the many of the people we are friends with here uh, in the North Okanagan, you know, we go to their houses, all the houses are very individual and, you know, not extremists like golf ball domes and, you know, greenhouses and all that stuff. But every house has a real distinct character to it. And it isn't a cookie cutter subdivision where everything is perfect. The white picket fence, which again, nothing against that. We came from a beautiful neighborhood in in Kelowna where it was aesthetically pleasing. And when you went down the street, everything looked like it fit and it felt good. This feels good in a different way. Again, you're dealing with properties that are bigger and I, you know, I mentioned it in the first little mini tip of the the to-do list. There's only so much one can do. So this for me was a, you know, a kind of a struggle at the start of, you know, when we first moved in, I had these crazy plans that, you know, wipe out lots of the stuff and wipe out all the underbrush and, you know, open it up. So it looked basically like a park that I was, you know, in visualizing. But, you know, again, I think we've kind of moved to now, you know, having pockets or areas of the property where, you know, we would clean up and that would be, you know, maybe a fire pit or something where you can host. So you're kind of getting back down to like, you know, what are the most important things in our life, well, you know, social connection for us is super important. And, you know, having that sense of friendship and connection and having a place where that can happen and is interesting for, you know, all parties and, you know, our kids and Jody and I. And, you know, that's sort of switching the focus. And again, there's endless brush and weeds and, you know, all sorts of stuff, but it's okay. And it's beautiful in its own right. So again, there is beauty in roughness is, is the second thing I've learned. And the third thing that I would say is has been, you know, bubbling up to the top is... When I'm outside with my kids, and there's always to-do lists and I always want to, you know, work on a project to get it done, feel a sense of accomplishment. But on the weekend, I literally went outside and just played exactly what the kids wanted to play. And I didn't think about the to-do list. I didn't think about anything other than, you know, rolling a hockey ball down some old pipes that were laying around and building, you know, this sort of marble waterfall in big form. And it was amazing. It really was, you know, we were all kind of taught and we're reading books about being the now and being present, stop living in the past, stop living in the future, which I'm very guilty of because I love goals and and setting things and living out there. And I can really visualize quite clearly what it will be like in the future. And and that's almost an addiction where you're, you're already experiencing the euphoria of whatever the goal is in the future. And then, you know, you have to do it and it's, it's work where, you know, just setting a goal and visualizing it is easy uh, or it comes easy to me, but that's not necessarily living in the now and getting the, you know, living more of your life now, which, you know, is a mantra of this podcast. 
And taking that time outside to literally do what the kids wanted, not just five minutes. You know, again, we probably played out there for two hours, which, you know, from the ball and the pipes, you know, that led to hockey. And, and you know, you always think, oh, I don't have a hockey. Nice driveway. We got a dirt driveway and janky rock walls and stuff isn't nice. And, the you know, there's snow on the thing, but the kids don't care. And again, we made a, you know, a great game out of, you know, just shooting the ball at this little box. And that lasted for about 40 minutes, which was an amazing connection to see the kids in their element and play and and for myself be in the element and just be a kid again. I think we're so ingrained to be more mature every year where we live and you know if you know especially in business you've got to be you know always just the suit and tie got to get tighter and tighter and that's you know that's how you become more successful and as you get older when in all reality uh you know playing hockey with your kids my suit's off my suit was nowhere near that situation and it felt really good so third thing I learned is being in the moment and putting the to-do list uh, of life aside for a second and just enjoying that moment. Talk to you soon. If you found this episode valuable, share it with a friend. If you found this episode super valuable, leave us a review on iTunes. It will help us continue to bring you top quality content. For more information on anything discussed on this show, visit www.servicewealth.com. That's service spelled S-E-R-V-I-S-S. Any investment topics covered on the show are not investment recommendations, and you should seek professional advice before making any investment decisions. This show was produced by Podigy Podcasts. Thanks for listening.